0: Nearly four decades later, and they're still talking to each other. <laughs> Stay a minute for observations, <laughs> reviews, four thumbs down. ranting, and maybe a couple guests. It'll be anarchy. It's commentary you didn't ask for, no. and a podcast you don't need. No. This is absolute BS with Brad and Steve.
1: Welcome to another edition of Absolute B.S. with Brad and Steve, the only podcast that teaches no lessons and solves no problems. With each episode, we uncover stories and perspectives from our own friends and Grand Rapids celebrities. You don't know them as well as you think you do. Stick around as we talk to Michael Loafman and listen to all his B.S. Welcome back to another episode of Absolute BS with Brad and Steve. This is like our 10th or 11th episode thus far. So I, exciting. I don't know. I think it's kind of working out there. Today, as always, we have another very special guest. So uh, special. An extraordinary person, a uh, big contributor to this community. Uh, Michael
0: Derek Laugman. That's exactly Loge. Is that how you say that? Is that somebody else that's coming? Or he looked
2: like, over his shoulder. Like, like,
0: know, someone that's important? Walk me through your last name. Loafman.
1: Loafman. Like no, a I've, loaf
0: of bread. Like a loaf of bread, but it's spelled like Lauge. Yeah, L-O-U-G-H. It's okay. a German name. Okay. And it's Michael Saliba Loafman. Interesting. So are, are you're sure you're saying that right? I'm pretty sure I've had the name for a while now, so okay. I think so. Okay, yeah.
1: all right, good, good, good. And you are currently the director of sales at Holland Homes. I
0: am Holland Homes. Singular. Holland Homes. singular that. Yeah. I always get
1: that wrong. We had Stacy Baylor from Myers, <laughs> yes. Myers Thrifties Acre.
2: But Holland Home has many homes. <laughs>
0: Yes, so there's the irony, right? Yes. So we guess we have two campuses in Kent County. We're not even in Holland, so despite the name. Oh, the irony. The irony. But when your name's been that since 1892, it's not great to change it. Kind of stuck there. So getting this this
1: stuff out of the way right off the bat, you know, tell us about the pronunciation. Right, right. The pronunciation of your name, uh, where you work. Okay, so what do you do at Holland Home?
0: Director of Sales. Mm -hmm. So I oversee independent living and assisted living admissions at our two campuses. I oversee an admissions staff and I also work with seniors that are interested in coming into a continuum of care
2: I feel like you've said that a few times. I
0: have, yes. Eight and a half years. It came you kind right off the tongue. Oh, yes, yeah, exactly. Okay. That's the elevator speech, right, that we're and, all supposed to have.
1: And what brought you there? Because you've spent some time around Grand Rapids. You've been here for a little while. It seems you've been in marketing before, were you? Yeah. Live? it looks like? The, once yeah, the I was. Okay.
0: At, for a very short time, I was at Business Review West Michigan, which is a now defunct B2B publication. And prior to that, I was the national sales director for a fleet management company. So I've always been in sales marketing. Okay. Um... What got me to Holland home, it's just a great organization. I'm not just saying that in case my boss is listening to this podcast, but mm-hmm. it's uh, mission driven. You know, you're doing something that makes a difference in the quality of people's lives. So mm-hmm. it's not like just doing a marketing campaign. Nothing wrong with that. You sure, know, sure. to sell a widget, but this is um, a little different.
1: And I see down here in my notes you are a graduate of Ohio State University. Well, well you're it's gonna the, it is the it is. Ohio <laughs> State
0: University.
1: Uh, doesn't that mean you're supposed to set on
0: fire or be on, if you're sitting in Michigan right now, don't? Well, you know, we just had the great victory on Saturday over Michigan State. This is, uh, is going to go over really yeah, well. Yeah, this is going to go really well. This is the
2: basketball? This is the football. No, football. Right? The one with the pointy... 20 ball yeah okay yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah i don't yeah. i don't sports at all so yes, i just so hear uh, a, a lot of people arguing about what's better michigan wolverines and uh, the ohio state whatever the hell that thing is buckeye okay Buc-ey. okay yeah. buckeye with legs oh ohio state's in uh columbus I, in right Oregon, in columbus, in columbus. Yeah, Yep, i love columbus I as, as yeah. a yeah. fascinating a great, city
0: it's a great city i uh grew up just east of there in a little town called newark ohio and then went to school at ohio state and Worked in Columbus for a while.
1: Oh, all right. I also read on your LinkedIn profile that you are a warm person. I uh, I don't warm. see that yet. Yeah. First uh, of all,
2: where the hell do you put that on LinkedIn? Yeah,
1: it was what? it was, a, it I, was can, a testimonial. I can type fifty, was 50 it, words
2: a minute, and I know word processing, and I'm warm. I'm
1: warm. It, getting to know your warmth. It was a very nice testimonial from someone. Oh, it was a testimonial. So, wasn't yeah. that I said I was warm? No, of course
0: you weren't. No, know, okay, <laughs> because I'm like that. Doesn't sound like something I would
2: say. No, you paid someone very well to write that okay. on your testimonial. Yeah, testimony yeah. I just.
0: You know, give it to them, and they, I just have them upload it. Okay, you're, you're so, doing them yeah. a favor. Do you, right. you frame? Yeah. Do you consider yourself a warm person? I'm very warm, temperature-wise. You know, you can just ask the people that share an office with me. I'm like,
2: you're I'm radiating like a heat.
0: I'm a furnace. Because, right. I don't know. You, you okay. know. like those are strange questions. Like, how are you warm? Are you a nice person? Well, know, yes, I am. A you nice understand
2: person. what kind of podcast you're on? Well, yeah, I, I understand. I mean. okay. Yeah. I, mean, I want to know, know. It's what you all, do all with in a the bad name. Hangover, it's all so. in the name. Yeah. BS. I know that, and and I know Michael a little more than you do, Steve. Um, I don't know him at all. So that is an I answer. am correct. Mm-hmm. So Michael and I were in LGR together. The first social director ever made by an LGR class. Yes. Has set the standard. That's Leadership Grand Rapids. Yes, for it is. You may not know that Thank out there. You. Okay. I appreciate that. Um, Michael had a big year when we were It was a 2016,
0: 2015. Yeah, 2014 to 15. 14 yes. to 15. Yeah. That's when we
2: first met. Mm-hmm. It, it was a great class. Tell us what happened that year, because that was a big year for you.
0: It was a huge year. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was grateful to have gone through Leadership Grand Rapids at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I'm a child. to meet meet me. I oh. mean, well, obviously, that kind of goes without let's, saying. That's right. Appropriate. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, no, so I <clears throat> was in Leadership Grand Rapids. Uh, it was the beginning of 2015 as the class was winding down. I'm a child of adoption. I always knew I was adopted um, and was adopted in Ohio. And
2: the When long- you say you always knew, like, was there an age where you were told that, or like oh, yeah, that's from probably, when you were very yeah. young? Yeah, so I or think I was probably, eight, probably
0: six. around six or seven, I think, when I found out. And
2: they broke that to you? Yeah. You found out, or they, they told They you.
0: told me. Okay. My, my adopted parents told okay. me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was always something you kind of knew that mm-hmm. you were, but um, those adoption records were all closed by, by law. And so in 2015, I just happened to see on my hometown newspaper online that adoption records were open and i thought i just happened to see the article i thought well i should write for my records adoption
2: records for the age you are for the are. yes okay yes so
0: in this 10-year span where it was closed yes they the law changed they opened it up Mm -hmm. and so i wrote for my records didn't even think about it two months later they come in the mail i open it up it was actually after a day session of leadership grand rapids and i get home and i open it up like what is this and it's like it's your adoption record. It's your original birth certificate has a different name that you were assigned at birth.
2: Now, are you sitting on your couch, like all alone? No, like it seems like it's a profound moment, but is it very typical? Like you're just ripping it open or what? Well,
0: that's how it started. But then you look at that and it's like, you know, I think my knees knocked a little bit because Mm -hmm. it was so, I'm staring at this paper and I see the name of my birth mother for this first time. And it's, you know, I'm standing, I think I was standing in the kitchen, I was doing this, and of course I did what anybody would do, I ran to the computer and Googled my mother's name, my (laughs) birth mother's name, so, uh, and so found out she, first thing I saw of her was her uh, headstone, she had died actually two years after I was born, Okay, and she was born in Alabama, had me in Ohio, which we couldn't quite figure out, (laughs) and then um, she's uh, buried in Alabama, so... I started on this quest at that point yes. of trying to put this tree together on ancestry and figure out are there, you know, who's left in the family? Cuz
2: now you had a last name, you had something to start with.
0: Right. And yes. and she had an unusual name. Her name was Zany Zany Which is kind of fun, right? Yeah. yeah. But so,
2: probably easier to search up cuz it's not a typical name. Right. It wasn't if it like, was a Smith.
0: Right. Sally Jones, yeah. you know, it's not going to work. But. Right. If if you were referred to as Michael Zaney. I think that would be. Can we call you that awesome for the rest in the, of the community? Day. Sure,
2: you can call me whatever you like. So <laughs> don't give that away to me. Yeah, no, yeah. that's true. That's <laughs> that doesn't true. go for anybody out there. there. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I would say that's better than Mikey. So um, you don't like Mikey?
2: No, do not. Or even Mikey. Mike? You don't? No, really I'm do not a Mike. Mike.
0: But I'll tell you, people in Ohio, where I'm from, they will call me Mike because that's was all my name really? It was my name through high school mm-hmm. and college.
2: This is probably so inappropriate, but I feel like you're always. Way too well dressed to be called Mike. Oh, well, thank know. you. That's going to be taken way out of context, <laughs> but I feel like you're a Michael through and through, and maybe okay. that's just because we know each other. But okay, well, go ahead, please. Yeah,
0: okay. Where were, what were we oh, you were talking
1: about by your mother. Uh, the name was Zany, and she's buried Zany. in Alabama. Yeah,
0: so, so building this ancestry tree, there were five children. She was the baby of five, and on this ancestry <clears throat> docu- document, online it was like there was only one offspring of all these five children and i'm like there has to be something wrong like this is just not adding up
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it was the oldest son um my mother's oldest brother had one son that was all that was listed and i just thought this has to be weird so i you know i would work on it for a while and it would be very frustrating and very you know you find out your lebanese you know our, our family name is saliba so you you it's like all these things that people kind of take for granted of mm-hmm. who they are and now you're finally figuring this out like oh no you're not you're not jewish <laughs> you're 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 lebanese or mm-hmm. you know and so <clears throat> so finally i got the courage thanks to a friend really pushing me uh Rabia jamal pushed me to who's
2: lebanese oh, so the great Rabia jamal the great the we great should have one. him on he would be a great he enemy would be also. great so, so let's add that to the list yeah he, and speaking uh, of which, be, sorry to interrupt again. But, sure. No, you're not. Um, no, I'm not even close to. Sorry about that. But before you knew your oh. ethnic background, yes. What did w- you think you were? Were you guessing for your lifetime? Oh, gen? sure, yes. sure.
0: You know, Italian. Which I do. I did the. I did the DNA test. I do have you, Italian you blood. Did, okay. you yeah. did the 23andMe. Yes, or 23andMe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um So I thought I was Italian. Mm-hmm. Italian, something Middle Eastern. I mean, this mm-hmm. olive skin and yeah. It's a know, very nice olive skin man, this beautiful olive skin yeah. and
2: curly I appreciate hair. you coming in topless that helps out uh, I know out yeah, well, you're, nobody wants to see that not
0: even they don't even want to think about it on the radio or podcast <laughs> or whatever
2: pocket. this is. It's a very visual medium <laughs> It is a very here. visual yes, medium I keep going back to that so sorry go ahead
0: so so Rabia, who was Lebanese, I, you know I was worried that um like you know, is this family not gonna want to hear from me, you know? There was just one, so it'd be a cousin. Yes. Um, And so he's like, "No, Lebanese people look after their own. They they do not know you exist." And he says, "So you should write to them." So I finally got the courage and wrote this letter Mm -hmm. and um, sent it off early December of 2015, and then on January 11th, 2016 at 1:01 p.m. I love that you have all these times. Yes, in in your your head, head. (laughs) it was like. This, it was a cold day, it was Monday, January, Michigan, go figure, hey. and the phone rings and <clears throat> I'm sitting at my desk eating lunch, and it's, an, it's a number I don't have in my phone, so and for some reason I answered it.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, I'm
0: not thinking about this letter I had sent, mm-hmm. and, um, and uh, so the, I hello, and voice on the other line says, Marco, I'm like, yes. <laughs> Michael Logman and of course as we've already established it's (laughs) Loafman right
2: we should have listened to our podcast right he should
0: have listened to the podcast (laughs) and he goes I go yes and he goes well this is Sam Saliba and I said oh he's a physician I said oh Dr. Saliba it's great to hear from you um and he goes, no, you call me Sam because we're family.
2: Wow.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, and so this one-hour conversation about building the family tree, and mm-hmm. I, and because he's a physician, I didn't want to like think I'm like calling for uh, for money, money or something, or something. Yeah. like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So I said, I really am interested in knowing, or like a prescription, right? Yeah. You
2: know? Yeah. Opioid or something. <laughs> you know, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. There's a little pad on your desk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's work yeah. through this because you know we're family. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so I just said, look, I, I'm really looking for health history. Um, so that great conversation and then uh, was an hour. And then he said the next, he goes, well, um, do you want to see a picture of your mother? And I said, yes. And he said. So
2: to date, you haven't. To
0: date. So, okay. so, at, so at this point, I don't even know what she looked like. Right. You know. Um, and so he goes, well, I want to be on the phone with you, hmm. when, you when you get that picture. And so two days later we had called and he's like, okay, I'm going to send that picture now. And I get it. And I look like my mother. I mean, if you've seen that picture on Facebook, it's like, she's, um, she, she, I, you can tell I'm my mother's son. And and Sam had said uh, when he had first got my letter at the office, he said, well, I didn't want anybody to do. I just Googled you. (laughs) And he says, and as soon as I saw that picture of you, I knew you were family. So. And by the way,
2: I have met Dr. Sliva at your birthday or a few events. Yeah. You sound exactly like I do. It. You I were do. made for that impression. Yeah. And <laughs> at the end of this podcast, we will ask you for that impression. That's <laughs> oh, way too good. Okay.
0: Well, and you know, it's funny. When I first talked to his children um, on FaceTime, mm-hmm. I even have similar mannerisms to him. They're like, it's weird talking to you. It's like talking to dad, except you have a northern accent. Which wow. is kind of funny. Which but is
2: a lack of accent. Actually, correct. That that
0: yeah,
1: is I think when local people think that, that. But okay. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, so he he sends the, You know, he sends me this picture, and it's very emotional. Right. I'm 49. I'm seeing a picture of my mother for the first time, and he goes, "Michael, I want you to listen to me. Are you listening to me? Mm-hmm. I want you to listen to me very carefully." And I'm like, "Yes, Sam, I'm listening." And he goes, "I see the man you are." I see the man that you are in the community and your friends, and you are exactly the man your mother would have wanted you to be. Mm. And, you know, that was really, it's like this affirmation from the grave Mm. and having, which is a very long story, but having been kind of rejected by my adopted family, uh, it was like this, like this life changing experience. So, um, and
2: I'm I'm so impressed that he knew he some people sometimes people pass by situations where they could be profound mm-hmm. and take advantage of those times mm-hmm. to to move people. And I, I appreciate that he knew that this was such a moving thing for you.
0: And he's a very sentimental person and yeah. I tend to be a sentimental person. So I think it's a family trait. Mm-hmm. Um, he you know, he told me later, he's an only child and there were no other children. So until he got my letter, he had no cousins and, and so, but we've really become like brothers. I mean, when he calls me, he goes, little brother, it's big brother. Give me a call.
2: (laughs) Do you uh, just send it to voicemail so you can hear that? (laughs) Oh yeah, I have a lot of them
0: recorded. Um, And his mother always wanted a second child and Mm. she wanted a boy and she was going to name him Michael. Wow. So he's like, I finally have the baby brother Michael I always wanted. So it's just been an amazing, you know, so, so I flew down there uh, in March of 2016 and met them for the first time, he and his wife, Paula, who's awesome. And the whole family, I'm like the ninth person in the family. So it's not like it's this huge family of 150 people, and you know you're just like one other cousin like it's like I don't even bring us into double digits so it's been it's been life-changing it's kind of like this where this curtain has been pulled back and Mm -hmm. it's like oh okay I get it yeah oh you love the arts nothing like my adopted family Mm -hmm. our family was totally the Saliba family totally into the arts my mother was a pianist our uncle sang at the Met Opera and I love opera so it's like you know Uh, Sam's son Daniel is a huge Frank Lloyd Wright fan I'm a docent at the Frank Lloyd Wright house here for 15 (laughs) years it's all these really strange connections so Mm -hmm. you know people ask me a lot of times nature nurture I mean for me it's been nature Nature, it's (laughs) so much like my family Um, and even when I'm down there I was down there for for Daniel's Mm -hmm. wedding and you see you see friends and Somebody came up behind me. I was sitting down at the church, and somebody came up, to Dr. Saliba? And I turned, and like, oh, you're not Dr. Saliba? I'm like, no, I'm not. But I look but you a lot can like ca- You can call me that. Yes, That's exactly. Fine. I'd like a white coat and be able to walk around <laughs> with a stethoscope. I there think it would be kind of fun.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you for sharing yeah. that.
0: Yeah, so I hope that didn't go on too long. Oh, not at all. No. Any good so, hangover cures? Hangover cures. So, you know, I very, very seldom get drunk. Um, That's I, good. I, I mean, probably can count on one hand with fingers to
2: spare how many times I've gotten <laughs> drunk. Like drunk, like where, where, where is your line for, hey, I'm drunk? Well, because um, you know, I think like, Steve and I have a different line.
0: Yes, probably. You probably. <laughs> well, I, I'm not even going to go there, but that probably is. <laughs> we'll let your uh, listeners decide that.
2: Oh, um, they will. Yes, and yeah, they will. They're judgy. Yeah. Yes, very.
0: Um, you know, if I have more than 3, I am kind of um well, I think the average person that's that's good for. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I remember. I was in I was in Italy 2 years ago right now and that sounds... I don't mean that to sound so bougie oh, like Oh, so bougie. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. where, yes,
2: where
1: so were are you? In Italy. I was in Italy 8 years ago. <laughs> so which so is, where by were by the you? way,
2: my favorite word that you say is bougie. bougie. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm, yes. I love bougie. That's <laughs> uh,
1: that's uh is that a word? It is a word. I know, it I hear it, it a, a lot I hear so. French. We make up a lot of words now because we can't say the whole thing or it sounds cooler to put a little... No, but there is a specific spot for bougie. Bourgeoisie yes. is bougie. There are too many syllables in the first...
2: Are we shortening it? Yeah, it is
0: a shortening, correct? Where were you in Italy um, and why? So, so I was visiting uh, one of my best friends, Daniel Estrada and his partner Steve, and uh, in London, and we went down to Italy for four days. We're in... Um, Where were we? We were in uh, Pisa and
2: um, other Italian places places like uh, Rome. Rome.
0: No, we were in Tuscany and then two nights in Florence. We were two nights in Florence. And so Daniel has been one of my best friends for 10 years. And um, we were at this bar late and he goes, I look over and he goes, I think Michael's drunk. And he goes, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Michael drunk. So that, you know, this is one of your best friends, yeah. you know, known for 10 years in that. So I don't really have a great hangover yeah, remedy. Fine,
2: one of my favorite things is that when my wife doesn't really enjoy social settings. Mm-hmm. So she, uh, she's kind of a homebody. She stays home a lot. I am a social butterfly. I'm out at every event, um, having more than three drinks sometimes, you know, it happens. I've seen it. Um, but sometimes I need a date and mm-hmm. let me tell you how great a date Michael uh, loveman uh, is. <laughs> we, we've been to many events. The most, uh, memorable I think was our friend Jamil Robinson's right, wedding. Right. Exactly. We were at his wedding. <laughs> it was outside. We were burning to a crisp. Yes. And, um, you were a spectacular date. Michael. Well, Lohman. I think
0: we were very attractive. We were. One First, of the most attractive. We couples. looked spectacular. Yes, yes, absolutely. We yes. You're talking about Brad over here. Yeah, we yeah. were, we were, we were very attractive. And right I boy. appreciate you
2: <laughs> saying that as a gay man, giving me the compliment of exactly. standing next to you like that. I sure, appreciate that. Sure, sure. So well that doesn't
0: un- doesn't hurt my profile at all. So. <laughs>
2: and if I'm bringing up anybody's profile, I'm feeling good. <laughs> I'm
0: feeling good over here. Thank you. That
1: really is the warmest, and I mean this with all like sincerity, the nicest compliment for me as a male is to have another gay male tell me that I look all right. Like, I hey, take that any day of the week. Hey over there, a woman Silver Fox!
2: Come on over here. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. You look like Anderson Cooper. Today.
1: No, no, I'm missing a few features of that <laughs>
2: guy. But <laughs> we're out on the what? What bridge was that? It one that it was goes the pedestrian over? bridge downtown. That? where people walk on that bridge right. mm-hmm. and the wedding was on the bridge it was beautiful nice mm-hmm. Jamil and ebony they looked great and we were so um you know blessed to be invited and we had a great time
0: and i guess you just outed me
2: i guess That's, i guess you did hey yeah. by the way everybody <laughs> if you weren't there at the know. big event That's in 2016
1: right. that was the other part of the big year
0: right
2: that was you came out officially during that time, too, didn't yeah, sure. you, Red Rhonda?
0: Yeah, more publicly, more more comfortable with myself. More, you know? Com- okay. Yeah, yeah. I would say more authentic, let's you, say.
2: You probably knew it before then. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Now, uh, interesting question. So, uh, speaking of nature and nurture and going through that whole thing with your mm-hmm. family, yeah. did that give you a different feeling about your homosexuality? Oh. Wow. And
1: did you have a double. A double thought when finding the new you know the new reconnecting with your original family was Within there the birth family yeah and, birth family was there another you know you have to do that again I guess yeah. you know
0: um well I guess to answer the first question mm-hmm. you know you wonder right I mean yes. you wonder is you know we had we had an uncle that um, never married sang opera you know so who knows right mm. uh, it was a different time then um and then also then coming you know, no one has to come out as heterosexual. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I was nervous going down to Mm -hmm. Alabama. I had been rejected by my family, uh, my adopted family. And so I'm like very nervous about flying down and like, I'm going to be with these people I've really never saw in person. And, you know,
2: there was a trepidation coming out to them.
0: Right. Absolutely. And maybe
2: losing another family. Right. And
0: you know, and so, um, that was also kind of an interesting thing. So I was like, what
2: do I, how
0: do I do this, you know? So someone suggested, well, why don't you send him some pictures of you with friends and maybe just see how he reacts. So I mm-hmm. sent him a picture. I was honored to officiate the wedding of two of my best friends, Paul and Andy. Mm-hmm. And so I sent him a picture of that and, and Sam goes, well, I didn't realize you're a reverend. I didn't realize I'd have to address you as such. And he goes, <laughs> and I think that is just awesome. He goes, people in Alabama ask me what time it is. And I say it's 10 minutes to 1954. <laughs> so. I love this yeah. guy. So do I. He's yeah. amazing. You so, should
1: bring him around more often to
0: events up here. I it be, will. It sounds like a blast. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's been, and they love being up here. Um. So I knew it was going to be okay, you Mm -hmm. know, but it's Mm -hmm. still nerve wracking. And so the first day I'm there, like this first time I spent time with them and we're driving Mm -hmm. in the car and he's showing, he and his wife show me around Montgomery and he goes, he asked me why, you know, my mother's kind of rejected me and things. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, when I came out to her, um, she doesn't uh, approve of that Mm -hmm. and with her religious tenets, and, and he goes, oh, he goes, so you're gay. And I said, yes and he goes oh okay and and i must have had this deep like sigh like exhale Mm -hmm. yes and he it was the only time i've really seen him get like a little frustrated with me and he goes Mm -hmm. what was that about (laughs) were you afraid to tell me and i'm like well yes i was afraid (laughs) Oh, well, why he goes? I I already showed you like when you sent me those pictures. I go, yeah, I know that was a test. And he goes, that was a test. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And I go, Sam, I like one. You live in Alabama, yeah. you know. And secondly, I I've been rejected by family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for people that have known me all my life, I've just met you. And um, his wife piped in and just said, "We don't care. We love you." And then this is the second time Sam did this to me, points at me. He's driving down the road. I remember right where we were in Montgomery. Michael, <laughs> I don't care. Um, how did he say? He goes, I don't care who you love. We love you. God loves you. And we just want you to be happy. So, of course, you know, yeah. you I did cried. It. That has got to be like
1: yeah. a just a triple whammy of like everything falling right into place. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, so
0: Relief. Yeah, total relief. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, yeah. That's, That's awesome. Oh, I
2: appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, thanks for, right.
0: thanks for asking
2: about yeah.
1: it. All right. Well, we're going to move on from that. No, no seri- now yeah. no for the serious Now some serious <laughs> okay. stuff. So uh, we've done this with some people before. Oh um, and you may have heard this. Uh, sure. It's the it's the great dating game. Uh, it's a quick series of questions to see if you're a viable option to date. Because we want
2: to date you. Yep. We okay. want to see if you're... Well, good, because it's tough in West Michigan. Let right? I imagine.
1: We could tell. have a whole
0: podcast about it. You could have a whole podcast. I bet.
1: This or that questions, quick okay. answer off the top right. of your head. If you want to talk a little bit about why, we might ask you, but that's okay. what it's going to be. And then we'll decide afterwards, okay. are you dateable? Wait, now, well, everybody we has because- been. So I've literally kind of been on a date. I know actually I, I like that. Okay. So, okay. All right. I'll do it right. sometime if you want to. Sure. Okay. You gotta buy me a room. Okay. Okay that was one of right. my
0: question.
2: That is you. how All cheap right. Steve is for a date. Okay. We know the bar. All right, so All
1: right. ready? I'm I'm a little nervous. Don't be nervous. No question palms are sweating. Okay. number one. Would you rather be stuck in a closet with We Built This City on Rotation twenty four seven or
0: with any song by Justin Bieber? So I have already been in the closet a long time. I do not want to be stuck in any closet. <laughs> I, when I wrote that question, I did not realize the double
1: yeah. entendre. Of that See, honestly, there you go. So, yeah, there you okay. Go.
2: I think that's the answer in itself. My question would be: Are would you rather be drunk off power or high on insecurity?
0: Oh wow! Um, wow! I'm supposed to answer this quickly. Yeah, I know. You pick it's one like, because you're, there's you're, pros you're probably cons on in, high on insecurity because Lord knows that's what. I am anyway so fair enough
1: all right all right. Yeah. what do you believe is more valuable to the human soul all competition or no competition <sighs> no
0: competition okay that's no. more valuable that's that's more valuable you. Gotcha. okay but to the human soul yeah to the human soul yeah. no competition okay human right. race competition oh okay there's Ooh, some kind so of there yeah, so I there's like a, a clarification okay. that's a really good answer the footnote reads <laughs> i like that okay asterisk asterisk
2: um would you rather lead the followers or follow the leaders?
1: Lead the followers. Lead the followers. Well, you were in that LGR yeah. class, oh, that yeah. leadership Grand Rapids class. I think that's so. the yes. first
2: question in that. Sure. Leadership yeah. Grand Rapids.
1: Would you rather be stuck in medieval England or medieval China? Oh wow, wow!
0: Um, England, because I know the language. That's I would think
1: yeah, and you yeah. might look a little bit different in China back sure. then. So they're. They, they sure. Made, they may treat you differently back then.
2: I appreciate you saying medieval, medieval in the correct way.
1: I didn't. Right. I thought it was medieval as I was saying it. I was like, okay. I'm saying this wrong. Medieval. You're yeah, right. I didn't know what you were saying, but I oh, you were. It out. Yeah, I was okay. able to translate.
0: Olden times. It. Sure. <laughs> Steckety to English. I this got is it. <laughs>
2: this is possibly the worst Steckety question I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. Would you rather be remembered for inventing the nuclear bomb or inventing sarin gas? <laughs>
1: It was that terrible gas? And you know,
0: uh, wow, I've been around since the '30s, so it's I bad, think I know my stuff. answer. But
2: I don't equally
0: destructive. Yeah, equally destructive. One doesn't at matter. least
2: brought peace at the end of the day. <laughs> gas didn't help <laughs> yeah. anybody. Sure,
0: I would. What, what Brad said. You, so <laughs> you
1: want to be the nuclear bomb inventor? <laughs> Correct. Okay, that's all yeah, I like, that I like. Yeah. Would you rather teach the world to write or teach the world to read? Read. Okay.
0: Yeah, reading is fundamental.
2: Would you rather get rid of all cops or get rid of all nurses? Oh, cops, definitely. All day long. Right? Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. We have nurses that work for us. We, I mean, nurses are amazing. So you're biased. I'm not. Yeah, really biased. biased. Yeah, I'm not, you know, that was not a fair question.
1: <laughs> Would you rather move the driving age to 25 or the drinking age to 30? Ooh can't do it until you hit that See, age
2: how can you give a shitty question like the nuclear bomb one and then a really profound really good right. question i like could that.
1: try to trade
0: back and forth sure. between which ones you get to do and are get to do well i think 30 is too late to drink so i'd say 25 driving
1: you'd rather move that so
2: okay yeah okay. i'd rather move right. that right. yeah
0: 30 is really late it is. it is yes. late Agreed. even for somebody that doesn't get drunk it's too
2: late all right the next question would be uh would you rather never be held accountable or always be held responsible?
0: Ooh, you know I'm a responsible person, so probably the latter. Yeah, be held responsible. Always be held you always want to, yeah.
1: even if you screw it up. Oh yeah, because you oh, will okay. inevitably screw something up yes. at some point. I feel never like really
2: you're will. there already. You're always held accountable or uh, responsible. Oh yes, me. you're a very yeah. responsible
0: person. Wait, hope so.
1: Would you rather be stuck only drinking milk or grapefruit juice for the rest
0: of your life? Milk. I can't take. I can't do grapefruit juice. Yeah, I'm on
2: too a stat. I'm on oh. the other way. I, milk will just ruin me. Wreck your system. You'd be yes, on the toilet.
0: Since I was
1: a
2: kid. Yeah, let's go into that. Let's oh. dive deeper. <laughs> Can we? Yes. Let's not. Let's get the whiteboard out. Let's <laughs> figure this out. All right. Would you rather... Oh, this is still going on. Oh, last one. one more. This last is the last one. 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 Yeah. Would you rather relieve... Relieve, relieve, relieve the world of depression or domestic violence.
0: Got to get rid of one, but only one. Uh, depression, I think it impacts more people.
2: I and think it, I, I think it, it I leads think it, to domestic violence potentially. Was, so, that's where I was yeah. going with
1: that. Yeah, oh, I could have.
2: Well, thank yeah. you. And the final question, which I always oh, throw, Brad in.
1: always. This isn't even not on me. the list. No, it's not
2: everyone hard. in the world is either a Beatles fan or an Elvis fan. Which one are you? At Alabama Screaming. Well, down, either down one, south. like, there, you can't I only have been told, I, yeah. it's highly, ref, highly this researched, is
1: very, very subjective,
2: very technical, that a person is either a Beatles fan or an Elvis fan.
0: I would say Elvis, if I had to pick the You're two. You're our first Elvis. You are the really? first Elvis, and, and that is good. I
2: appreciate that. Okay. That's where the Nature Alabama yeah, just sure. came directly out. I'm sure up. it did. That was, you know what? That was a little zany answer. A little zany. Yeah, it was. It was good. Well, Michael, makes, I feel makes, she
1: comfortable saying you are wildly dateable okay could you could i
2: would continue be, to date you that yeah. will be the title of the podcast <laughs> yes
0: i like it i like there it there we go so let's make this about you for a little bit a little bit take some of the thank you for off translating <laughs> yes exactly we know um well you've touched on a little bit so what i have two questions the first one i'm gonna have you over let's say mm-hmm. not for a date but like let's have you over okay to my house mm-hmm. what should i be serving you for dinner? Drink wise, or drink-wise. Drink wise. Okay. Oh. What is your beverage? I mean, I think I have an idea. Well, I'm pretty obvious, but go ahead, Brad.
2: I would probably do a Rye Manhattan.
1: Oh, good. And then you get your little beer chaser that you always do, right? Well,
2: I do a, a Rye Manhattan with a big rock, you know, with a big ice right. cube. I have those. I appreciate that. And, sure? and actually, that makes you even more dateable, right? Now, okay. Just that so you have That's those. good. Um, that's what I would like to drink. Okay. What I probably should be drinking is like. A vodka tonic or something boring like that, but okay. that's what that what yeah, I enjoy.
1: I should be having a warm cup of milk, but I enjoyed the rum sure. as we all know on here. So the uh, rum, like the kind of Ohio, Ohio State, State University, <laughs> and and it's uh I've I've read this before. It is the drink of frat boys, which I guess I'm going to slide into in my aging. You know, I guess that rum and diet coke. Sure, because I'm working on my figure. I'm trying to sure. get rid of my chin.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, and other things. The moon face. The moon face, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, but I love all kinds of rum from anywhere. I've been I've been able to fortunate enough to have rums from Jamaica and the Virgin Islands and mm.
0: England cool. and a
1: bunch of other places and I love them all. So,
0: I could do I could do both but of you, those drinks.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, yeah okay. but what's your big go-to uh, you're you're out in the town, you're ready to spend 30 bucks on a drink and you want to impress, you're dressed to impress. Oh, definitely what you in drink? Manhattan. Man- definitely Man- in Manhattan with okay. an extra cherry.
2: Right. Oh, yeah. Those just good. a little extra. What are those? The Lallardo, I think is the name of the company. They like soak these cherries for like right. years. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. No, and I, mean, I guess
0: the other question I have is because you guys are pretty, well, let's just say you guys are out there.
2: Okay, oh, right? stop it.
0: Okay. You're just, I mean, we can't, but tell us something we don't know about you
2: because mm-hmm. I think Ooh. like
0: you guys are, there's a little bit of mystery somewhere. What, what is that? That's a good question. Uh, that's that is a an
1: very awesome question. question. So. That is the most invasive thing I've ever heard. And yeah. I have another, I have a follow-up to it. You
2: have a follow-up to it?
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know, Steve, mm. you got to go first. I, I'm trying to think of...
1: Uh, no, I am too. I, I don't mind saying that a lot of the time, I feel very, very fortunate to be coming, moving back to this town. I moved back here 15 years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I grew up here, and it was a conscientious choice to leave Chicago to come back here and try to apply my trade and, you know, Mm -hmm. start a career here, even though I started in Chicago, which really didn't belong here. The video certainly is here now, but it was, you know, obviously Chicago. And I had the good fortune with uh, my ex to be put into the mix based on her jobs of all this wonderful social stuff going on in Grand Rapids. Mm -hmm. And for many years, I didn't feel I belonged and uh, being welcomed into and being part of it. I loved it, but at the same time, as I was like, I, I, I'm a fraud. I'm not supposed to be, you know, be here kind mm-hmm. of thing. So that's gone away over the years. But I spent a long time doing that, okay. um, and I would get involved in ways I could in philanthropy around town and doing LGR classes mm-hmm. and you know, and my business had to get into these things too as I've grown it over the last eight and nine years. But I still a, lo- a lot of time felt fraudish, mm.
2: uh, wow. well, uh, I, in meeting I, people. I will tell you, and this may be a little. I don't know, one-sided partisan or something like that. Most of the time, when I meet people and they learn a little bit about me, prior military, construction uh, company owner, th- all these kind of things that have the um, things that come along with it. These biases that sure. people just automatically right. think about people. And um, one of the biggest ones I get is I'm 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 kind of pro. Um, um, well, I'm a- kind of anti. Uh, guns okay and uh that is really surprising to so many people Mm -hmm. having the military and the construction and Mm -hmm. all that stuff like that people are always taken aback they come to me as if they were talking about like are you going out you you have this you have a handgun at home you have about and i'm i they think you're a gun dude All the time. I thought they would question... More than you would ever think. I thought they would question your ability to do a push-up
1: because you were in the military.
2: No, I definitely got the push I can do like two and a half.
1: All right. Well, that's pretty good in your 40s.
2: The gun thing, uh, people think I'm very conservative because of my background. Mm -hmm. All these things that that are just the kind of antithesis of me, and (laughs) I get that the most. Okay. Are people jumping to conclusions about me because of my resume, I would
1: say. Oh, oh, dear friend. I'm sorry people think that about you. It's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. What was your follow-up,
0: Michael? Well, it's kind of it dovetails
1: on that. Like that. I was
0: asked this in a in a job interview once, mm-hmm. and it was, "What's the p- greatest? What's the greatest misconception people have of you, and why?" Uh, Ooh, and
2: I, I I feel like I'm a pretty good tenor. I can sing.
0: That's people have that misconception.
2: That's a misconception. That Did a you bit. not understand, his question. understand, you understand the question? I'm trying to. I think I'm going to edit that. I do not think you understood
1: the question. No, I'm keeping that in so that people see what a dipshit response that was. <laughs> that was.
2: <laughs> what is your biggest misconception? Uh
1: that. Uh, boy, I am. I don't know. I'm. I'm not as. Happy as I probably
2: appear no out, out in the no world. No one thinks that. No
1: No, one no, 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 that. no. I'm curmudgeonly, but I like going out and like being extroverted. I like having fun at, at the parties. I like sure. going out and being at the events and okay. talking to people, and meeting people. I love the extroverted life, but there's a huge introverted side of me too that okay. just wants to shut all that out. I, it's like Can a switch, watch movies flip over it on and, and off. Over yep, and, yeah. and just there's a lot about the world right now that infuriates me with a million reasons. Some are awesome and some are just crazy things going on in my head and uh but when i put on that smile and walk outside
0: well uh, i didn't think you liked me when i first met you like, i don't remember when come, i first oh, met you oh gosh is. no
1: that wouldn't be there no not at all. Out, oh yeah guys, let's let's let first out. Couple this.
0: times like i can,
1: can you, you just, tell me when that was i don't i don't remember, I don't remember. but my like, goodness i
0: met you with you know these grand rapids yeah. events yeah. and stuff and and it was like, the way you looked at me, I was like, oh, I don't think this guy likes me.
1: Okay, so let me dispel that right okay. off the bat. don't get
2: defensive, Steve. No, no, no. Down.
1: I will say, to to begin with, I do not ever remember not liking. There's nobody okay. in this town really I don't like, but I don't ever remember that being okay. a, a thing. That wasn't a thing. But number two, I do remember this growing up. I have resting bitch face oh, before true. that was even invented. Mm-hmm. Like in college, I would get told when I would walk through the commissary. Mm-hmm. I actually remember being stopped by one of these like frat kids one day, like two weeks into college. And he's like... Hey, dude, why are you so mad? I'm that's like, your frat voice. What are you talking about? I'm like, well, you just—I've seen you walk through here a couple of times. You just look pissed off, and I'm like, I, I, that's the face I was given by Jesus. I don't know. We, we,
2: have, we have pictures of him with his resting bitch face. So okay. I, I look so mad all the
1: time. So I—I yeah. I hope I didn't give that impression. No, it's fine. You but, did give that impression. But well, that's damn it. fine. Shoot! Now I got to go back out in the world and redo this all again.
0: You
2: got to smile. Oh, no. I can't. I
0: look like an asshole when I <laughs> <But> smile. That, <laughs> that may be saying more about me, right? Like
1: my oh,
2: insecurity.
0: No, like, no, no, no. People
1: don't oh, no. like me. You are no. a delight. I'm trying to remember the first time I did meet you, though. Actually, but I know it's been for a while. Brad yeah. was asking me about that before again. I'm like, oh, I know him. I just know you from events a lot. Right? And we we talk beyond. Just the nice to see you, Michael. Whatever right. we can make a joke or two about this sure. that or the other thing or what's going on in our lives and all that. And yeah, it's great. I enjoy you.
0: Thank you. I feel very affirmed right now. <laughs> you, you should. That's you what our podcast me, is about. And, and Brad wants to date me. I mean, like, hey, this is I want to continue so
2: to date you. Let's get this right. Okay. Yes. I Sounds like it. Now on uh, the podcast, yes, we have a new section that maybe you haven't heard. Of. Have we published? We have. Cam I don't was know the first one. Um, it's called the Wheel of Controversy.
1: Oh,
0: right. And
2: we actually, ten. we actually. Oh, do, you have heard. Okay. We okay. actually yeah. don't have a wheel. No, it's, it's not a wheel. It's, it's a CD-ROM case. A CD-ROM ROM case, which is my favorite part of the whole thing. I wish there was like sound effects or
1: something. Uh, maybe one day when we get a budget and I get an okay. intern, we'll do that. So Right yep. now I've cut these things down and then I've time okay. about it. That's
2: right. So we have, there were 10. Okay. We are down to about seven. Yeah. Six, okay. Something seven. like that. All right. Yeah. yeah. And, um,
1: Basically, it's a set of controversial issues that we've been told it's hard for us to talk about as straight white men. You don't have to say it, you only okay. it's just about what is your thought on All it, right. one way or the other. You know, we okay. haven't um, got
2: a pass yet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that would be interesting. We almost got a pass on we somebody. Almost did.
1: Well the thing is it, it's not you you could just say, Well, I think it's cool or I don't or whatever. Okay. We don't know what it All is. Right. But there are
0: well that's a really long setup for this. There are so six really left. Six left. Okay.
1: I thought there yeah. were seven. Nope, there okay. were seven Brad Light. So we're gonna pick something out of there. Okay. And it cor- that corresponds that. with a number up on the Okay, table. My eyes closed. Yep. That's okay. What number what number do you have there?
2: You're killing me here. Two.
1: So Michael, the top topic is toxic masculinity. Okay. Uh, what, what are your thoughts about that in general? And, and I would ask, actually, as being a, a gay male,
0: are you toxic? Well, I hope not. I, I don't think you are. No. And I think I'm masculine, right? I, I, I mean, I've i seen masculine. you in a suit. Wait a minute. I, I hugged you masculine. when
2: you came in. You were definitely masculine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. Good.
1: Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts so though, seriously on that right now, just coming from your vantage point?
2: <clears throat> well, I do think,
0: um, I think there's... We're going through this huge change with the Me Too movement, and I think men have gotten away with a lot of things that are not correct. You know, they've done things with women, to women, and said things to women, and touched, and uh, things are just. There's not. It's not cool, mm-hmm. and but because they're men, I think they've gotten away with it, and I think
2: because men were in charge of the men who got away with it. Yeah, I think they're. I think that's a lot of it,
0: um, and I think they're. So I think women have are pushing back against that, rightly so, um, but I also think that pendulum can go too far mm. where you're going to see there may be a pushback, and please don't send letters or write to me, but you know, there may be <laughs> We're a We're going to take a caller in a okay. second. All right. <laughs> that's why we yeah. called
1: you Michael Lalkman. Yeah, that's you. good. Right,
0: <laughs> good. Um, But I do think there may be some backlash to it where the men that are still in in authority and things are not going to, maybe less likely to hire a woman Mm -hmm. uh, because they're thinking, oh, we're going to have this, you know, this dynamic that we don't want. So um, I don't think there's an easy answer to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why it's in your topics of conversation. You know,
2: and I thought um, when what happened to Kevin Spacey happened to Kevin Spacey. Mm hmm. I actually thought that was in the same kind of toxic toxic masculinity, or at least power driven. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I think no that's a no with yeah, yeah, what sex it was. Yeah, it still felt like the powerful who were in charge of the powerful almost let him get away with this, and he came right in that Me Too movement also. Right, I, I think it spoke to that sure. situation it, also.
1: The thing that I'm finding interesting about it is that backlash that you're talking about right. the Me Too movie here and you know there, which of course is a is a uh, certainly something to keep in mind. My background growing up was, I grew up in theater, grew up uh, very much having more female friends than male friends, Mm -hmm. so I've always kind of been on that side of things i've usually in my job the people that are my bosses that hire me are the women i've always had a pretty what i thought is a healthy relationship with women because they're usually control my life in mm-hmm. most of the things that i do but at the same time the,
2: phone, the phone's just lit up we're gonna <laughs> but, take some <laughs> right. calls here in a second but i also yeah.
1: you know uh <laughs> we've gotten in society right now to a point where it's really dangerous to be a male potentially in a lot of things mm-hmm. and I think that's going a little far in some aspects and I'm wondering where the line went we talked earlier when you came in is that you know when you're when you form relationships close relationships with people it is a lot easier to get away with things and I'm certainly not touch, talking about like you know inappropriate touching or inappropriate mm-hmm. whatever but you can certainly make jokes here and there and I think that there's been a weird line cross somewhere where people don't remember you can't do that a, you can't really do that, but B, you can't certainly can't do that if you don't have a relationship with a person. Mm-hmm. And I guess what I'm trying to roundabout way is, I have worked with so many women over the years, and and been friends with so many women over the years who will just throw that right back on you. And I don't know if they go home and they feel upset about it, I you know, but making a, a having a light joke or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't. I know a lot of women who. Play that game right back. Yeah,
2: but it's as serious or not as serious to the person who's hearing it, not to the person who's.
1: That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying, right. I don't know if they're walking home and going, hmm, but I've. Uh,
2: but I do agree with the pendulum completely. Like, what was said during, let's say, Mad Men times. Right. Compared to what's. Yeah, oh, what yeah, was yeah. said. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, compared to what was said then in the 90s when we mm-hmm. were coming up, mm-hmm. to then what, what is appropriate to say now, there is going to be that. That swing and hopefully it corrects, mm-hmm. kind of like politics right now. There's this big swing and hopefully it corrects someday, you know. But um, it, it, I think it's been a long time coming, so it's been really hard to correct that, you know.
1: And do you think? And
2: we're not the most tactful people, men. No, know, of we're not, not. going to. Do you, you think know,
1: Grand Rapids is is ahead of the curve on that, or or are, are we differentiating? You know, where very different areas of the planet and or the country that are doing this or...
2: Well, let me rephrase that for you. Do you think West Michigan Nice helps or harms the Me Too? But I think it's interesting because I've heard from
0: some of our LGR classmates, mm-hmm. uh, female, that have talked about this culture in West Michigan where uh, it is an old boys club and there are times where, no, they're, the, the, the partner at the firm is not going to have lunch with uh, a female partner, just the two of them. Like, so there have been changes or there are where women have been not allowed mm-hmm. <laughs> at seats at the table when they really should be mm-hmm. um and so i think i think it is a, you know a male it's very much a male dominated still male dominated society yeah um and i think i think if you talk to women you know that have had to work twice as hard as um you know as men just to prove themselves and i think if you went to some of our female i mean our, our you know our we have some amazing female women female leaders in west michigan mm-hmm. they've probably had to work twice as hard as the men have um i just don't you know i don't think that that's mm-hmm.
2: i do feel like the progress that those amazing women are having hopefully generationally will set the stage for the next generation oh, I hope so. i, I really really hope yeah. that and that's for every uh, section of society. I sure. really hope that yeah. we progress that same way. Let's hope.
1: Hmm. Yes. Did we solve it? I think so. Yeah. Well, no, I don't No,
0: we did not solve it. Oh, I felt like we did. Well, oh, okay. okay. Well, you just tell yourself that. That's I'm going to go home good. happy. Good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a good goal. No, you're not. Well,
2: Michael, you're a blessing. We appreciate you being thank you. here. And thank uh, that was a great the, story. And thanks for sharing everything. Thanks for the,
0: in- thanks for the invitation. Absolutely.
1: Uh, you are a Grand Rapids quote celebrity, and so we did definitely want to find out your story. And, yeah, and I agree. Thank you so much for sharing so, all I, the the insight and how you got here and what you're doing. And uh, well,
0: thanks. I, I my colleagues at work will say that that uh, you, you're a you're a Grand Rapids celebrity. I'm like, look, if I was a Grand Rapids celebrity, I would not have to wait at Donkey. <laughs> okay, let's oh, just let's yeah. just get.
2: By there. the way, is that the measuring tape? So That's a is measuring, measuring tape, stick tape for, for me. right there. Yeah. I don't have to so, wait.
1: Well, thank you again, Michael, yes, for your time, pleasure. your patience. You're a wonderful person. And, thank uh, you. You are, too. I, I look forward to seeing you out and about in the world of Grand Rapids doing your stuff.
0: Well, thanks. Commentary you didn't ask for and a podcast you don't need. Absolute B.S. with Brad and Steve. That was Absolute B.S.